Hello, my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners. David here at Insightful Devotion. It's truly a blessing having you tune in today for an encouraging and uplifting word the Lord has given me to share with you all. Well, sometimes we have a tendency to hold on to things that do us more harm than good. The sad reality is we will continue to live in this manner intentionally and in some cases unintentionally by being uninformed of how to break free from repeated cycles. So could it be that maybe we have become blind, so to speak, to the things that are holding us back and we are not truly understanding what we are needing to do? Well, that is what I want to discuss today on this subject. Get rid of it because the Bible is clear in James chapter one, verse 22, saying, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. But before we get any further into today's topic, let us go before the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you asking that you would search our hearts. Father, may we love what you love and hate what you hate. Father, we know that there are things in our lives that are not pleasing unto you. So, Lord, please reveal to us what we need to get rid of so that we can come boldly to your throne, asking you to set us free and free indeed. In Jesus name, I pray and say thank you. Amen. Well, in today's message, we read in Ephesians chapter four, verse 17 through 32, where it details the things that we are to do to get rid of it. The scripture says, with the Lord's authority, I say this, live no longer as the Gentiles do, for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth, for we are all parts of the same body. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. If you are a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good hard work and then give generously to others in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Now, as we continue to Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, we're told to imitate God. Therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children, live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. 
Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. You can be sure that no immoral, impure or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater worshiping the things of this world. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. Don't participate in the things these people do. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. For this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. And this is what we see demonstrated within Psalms 51 depicting David regarding the time that Nathan the prophet came to him after David had just committed adultery with Bathsheba. Psalms 51 verses 1 through 15 says, Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt, purify me from my sin. For I recognize my rebellion. It taunts me day and night against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins. See, the next step is he asked God to purify him from his sins. He knew his rebellion. He was able to recognize it. Now, after admitting it, he's asking God for forgiveness by purifying him. It goes on to say, purify me from my sins and I will be clean. He knows he's going to be clean. And then he goes on to say, wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Turn me back to you is basically what he's saying. Do not banish me from your presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to rebels and they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God, who saves then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. So whatever has you in bondage, whatever has you repeating ungodly cycles that make you regret the decisions you've made, whatever you're wanting to get free from, understand this, we must repent and turn from our wicked ways. Now, some of you listening today may be saying, how do I even do that? Well, we are to ask boldly and truthfully knowing that we will receive what we have asked for in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because the scripture in first John chapter one, verses eight through ten, it says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. So a few key points to take away from today's message would be asking God to reveal to you the areas that are evil and are not of him. And when he does make that known to you, repent. 
and ask him to help you. Then do what I mentioned earlier in Ephesians chapter five, verses 10 through 11, which says carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. And the final advice that I'd like to inform you on and to take from this message today, as I mentioned earlier, comes from Ephesians chapter four, verse 21 through 24, which says, since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitude. Put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Let us go before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace and mercy that follow us all the days of our lives. Father, I thank you in advance for touching each and every individual listening today as your word has gone forth and instructed us on what we're needing to do. Lord, hear our cry today. Change our thoughts, heal our hearts, and save the souls that need saving. Father, you are faithful, and your word tells us to let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And Father, we need you to change us so that our desires become your desires and our hearts reflect yours. So do it, Father, because you said that you can. And we declare your word knowing that all glory belongs to you, whose power is at work in us. By this power, you can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory belongs to God in the church and in Christ Jesus for all time and eternity. It's in Jesus name I pray and say thank you. Amen. Well, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, please write us a review or rate us and give us five stars and share it with someone, whether it be a loved one or an enemy, because I believe in speaking the word of God into everyone's life and letting them know that God loves them and has great things in store for them that are for good and not for bad. So until next time on Insightful Devotion, I pray God's best for you and your loved ones and the plans he has laid out before you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Amen. And as I always say, be blessed, stay blessed, because you are blessed.